2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now.
2: Welcome back to The 30 Tank presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 304. I'll be your host, Kyle Corden. I'm here with my co-hosts, Nate Reyes and Ryan Ripkin.
0: How are we
1: doing, folks? Happy Monday, guys. We're back.
0: Just another You're day. Just, I mean, we've just, we've just established that, that Ryan's the happy guy. And Mondays suck, except... <laughs> Except in Ryan's world. I was going to say,
2: another day, another reason for Ryan to be happy. So, here we are.
0: I mean, why why not be happy? Yeah, why not like be happy? Yeah, not like be happy?
1: Training a puppy, and I'll tell you what, having to pick up for him in the apartment and not sleep. But hey, I got up out of bed, and I get to be on with you guys. So, All right? have I, the
0: puppy pads?
1: no. but you know, he's great. He is great in the crate, but he had a great, uh, actually it was 50% my fault, 50% his fault. I think we both got to (laughs) meet, 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 meet the same, or, uh, meet in the middle here. So every morning he's getting used to not going to the crate. He's been great. He's, he's crate trained and, and power to him. However, every time I just ask him to come out of the crate and I will pick him up. So today I got him out of the crate. I thought I did. He sprawled out halfway across it and halfway still in the crate. And then I'm like, all right, come on, let's go. He proceeds to get back in the crate and just pees for about 25, 30 seconds. So that's a real power move. It was. I agree. It was. Like, it was kind of like, I gave you the chance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But again, like, hey, positives. He's learning. I'm learning. And more importantly, we have some baseball to talk about today, guys.
2: Well, before we do that, I, and I promised myself I wasn't going to do this, but is—is is he? Did you say he's sleeping right now? Because if he is, I don't want to wake him up. But if he's around, I feel like he just needs to make an appearance. But if if he's if he's busy, we
0: can we can hold off. Okay, he's on Ryan's uh, pillow at the moment. Uh, you know, honestly,
1: <laughs> we put every toy in there that he loves. He has this lobster. Uh, I think we call him Lobby. Terrible name, but it kind of fits. <laughs> So he's in there, but if I, if we hear him, I'll run. And, and, I, and I heard he's a huge fan of the 3-0 take, so
0: we will get him, <laughs> big, big will fan get him on pod. board.
2: All right. Well, if, if you hear him rustling around at any point during the pod, uh, we need we need him to make an appearance. His name's officially,
0: Ollie. Officially a dog dad, by the way, when you start giving the toys pet names. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, You're that's officially <laughs> I hate myself. You're officially in the thick of it, pal. <laughs> uh, okay. Well...
1: That's that's that. So let's get <laughs> let's talk some baseball. Enough about let's talk me some and- baseball.
2: Let's uh, let's open up with some voicemail, shall we? Here, here's the first one we got.
0: Hey guys, greetings from Central Florida. Hot and humid Central Florida.
2: I got two things I need y'all to address. Number one, y'all talked a lot about
1: Joey Votto and his injury, but I do recall y'all were on his on his stuff to put it lightly at the beginning of the season.
2: Comparing him to uh, with his social media, comparing him to Trevor Bauer, talking all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to need you guys to address that because it seems like you kind of flip flopped a little bit. Second of all, I've mentioned this before, but I wanted to get some airtime regarding the Yankees. What is up with John Carlos the swing?
0: Yes, that dude can hit nukes, but that is the ugliest swing in baseball, hands down. Discuss. I don't remember the first part of that. What? Who was Joey like Votto? Dower?
2: Apparently, we've we flip flopped on Joey Votto because back when the whole TikTok, oh, I thought he said was going on. No, Joey
0: Votto like first getting on on social media. So yeah, is that what he's talking about? about? It being a distraction, all that.
2: Apparently, our our tune has changed on Votto in the in the last number of weeks. Which,
0: sounds yes, like, and- sounds like us.
2: Yes and no. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> oh, yeah. it's kind of different now. He's I mean, we can talk about him now that he's not like playing in the games. Like, yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to be more in tune with his social media a little bit more now cuz it's not a distraction. Yeah. But that's just me. But hey, like look, hand up. Growth. Uh, I I'll admit we were we probably were talking a little bit of noise on Vado, but I I'll I'll put my hand up if if we uh contradicted ourselves
0: i i could still root for joey Votto. i have no problem with joey Votto the player i think you know when you start like it's always a risk when you start getting into social media in or before the season when you've never done it before it's like it's it's a difficult thing it's and it can be distracting coming from all of us normal americans that spend hours on our phone every day it can be distracting so I, don't, I think that's the only thing we were really talking about. I don't think anyone's on Trevor Bauer's level, however.
1: Yeah, no. he, I, I don't know enough about Joey Votto on social media, but I I am aware of Trevor Bauer. He is, I think he <laughs> I think he's a little different breed with that. But okay, let me ask you guys a question: With that, is there a player? You know, if, if you're if on your own team, would you rather see guys that are? If it doesn't affect their play, obviously it's fine. But is that a concern with anything? If it's you're a fan of that team, he's, he's focusing too much on something else is it a is it a no issue
2: well the thing that gets me is when like i'll be i'll be scrolling through the comments which is always a mistake but like i i have this (laughs) i have this illness where i i scroll through comments on facebook posts from like the red Sox pages and the people be like tell tell so and so to stop playing so much fortnite and get in the cage and i'm like It's 2022. Like, what do you expect these people to just like? I understand they're professionals, but like, you're you're not paying them out of directly out of your pocket, okay? So like, they're professional athletes. They're good at what they do. And for you to sit there, they're allowed allowed to to have like a little bit of time to themselves because otherwise, that that's called burnout. And and us average Americans complain about it all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, I hate my job. I'm, I'm getting burnt out. It's like, well, these people aren't any different in that regard. Yeah. They need a little bit of an outlet.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, with Joey Gallo, I think, or Joey Votto, I, I think it's, it was just, it, it's, it's interesting because his, his, even his mentality, I feel like has shifted this year specifically than prior years. He was very standoffish. He was very, uh he was he was like quick-witted but he wouldn't give you an actual real answer and that was just the way he was with media and then we've seen him kind of switch to let's all have fun i'm having fun i want to play as long as i can so it's like he's switched gears uh which is cool it's fine but i think when you when you talk about distraction and like being on social media on a regular basis it's like you know, it, it, it can be, it can be interesting if you're playing for a contender, if you want to lock things in, you know, it's, I, I hate to use this example cause he kind of bugs me, but LeBron turns off his social media every time the playoffs start, when the playoffs start, you know, and, and they, and they get going, he's off of social media. So I think you can appreciate when guys kind of lock it in. But I mean, as a Reds fan, I'm like, uh, you know, we're not competing, if, if if you know uh, Votto's having fun like whatever I don't care that's probably what it is so that's the way I see it
2: Nate I'm gonna need you to address the second part of that uh Giancarlo Stanton's swing
0: Stanton's Stanton's definitely goofy and um with with his stance with him being so closed off he's very much around his front hip so when he swings he's Everything is out away from him first, and then it's sweeping across the the zone, and it's coming at from like an out-to-in pattern. It only necessarily works if he can catch something on the inner half and keep it fair, or if he catches something deep on the outer half and, keep, and pushes it away. And that's his goal. But the reason he does look so bad at times is because he picks a location. He's a location hitter. He just picks a spot in the zone, and that's what he's looking for. He doesn't care about, you know, obviously he's thinking about velocity, but he's not sitting on a certain pitch. He just looks at a spot. And, you know, it is what it is. We we know what Stanton is. He's a, he's a streaky guy and arguably the best streaky guy when he's going. So, yeah, it's frustrating. It can be. But when he's going, it's like, you're hitting up uh, balls at 120 miles an hour at a shortstop. I mean that's that's something that's freakish. That doesn't happen very often. And if this makes him hit the balls, you know, harder than anybody else on the planet, then I'll take it.
1: Yeah, he hits the ball very hard. Uh, I can attest to that. Uh he so I think right now he's he's rehabbing in Bowie, right? I think that's or he's in double A with the Yankees. That's uh, Bowie being near near Maryland and and look you're right you, you nailed on the head but what makes him that way he is such a big dude like he is he was judge before judge as far as mm-hmm. size of an outfielder and you're right i mean that's what came with it over time but start off his career he was super hot um you know with his career he, everything kind of went right and when he was on he was on it was incredible but as you go on as you get older your body breaks down a little bit and also, teams will start to figure out, figure you out, and there's, they know how to pitch you a little bit better. Um, but the the closed-off stance for him actually is why he gets so much power, too, because he's hitting against his front side so much, and he's, mm-hmm. I don't know, his height and weight off the top of my head. Um, says, okay, right now he's 6'6", 245. I think he could be a little bit bigger. He's got long arms, so if he can get extended, um, it's something you live with. But for the Yankees, that's that's been their motto, right, Nate? You know, uh, yeah. live, live and die by the long ball. You play at Yankee stadium. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta take, take the, uh, the ups and downs of them.
2: Yeah. Shoe box.
1: Uh, second voicemail.
0: Hey
2: Ryan, it's Peter
0: from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was wondering what's your early prediction for the 2022 world series in major league baseball. Mine is the Dodgers against the Seattle Mariners. And also, um, do you think Adley Rechman will win Rookie of the Year award this year? Have a great day. Thank you.
1: All right. All right. So a little, a little fan mail right off the bat. Yeah, get... fan mail. Well, hey, I, I love the voicemails. The fact that you guys have this on every week I think is great. And Hopefully it keeps being a thing and people please call in. Yeah, so, which
2: before before we get to your answers, a great time to remind people. Like look, just call and leave a voicemail. It we don't pick up. Nobody picks up. You call the number. Yeah, you're and not gonna just talk says, to anybody. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna talk believe me, I know I have real legitimate phone call anxiety <laughs> issues. Like I, I get it. I know where you're coming from. But trust me, I'm not lying to you, I'm not pulling one over on you. You call the number, you'll hear my voice with a little prompt, and then you just leave your message. Just call. Leave a leave a story, leave a question, leave a comment, leave a uh, a correction like we've talked about. If we said something, if we said something off base, if we dropped a, a stat or a number, let us know. You're not going to talk to anybody. Just leave a message and we'll get you on the show. Ryan, please proceed. Yeah.
1: The last part <laughs> with that: Does the phone ring or does it go straight to voice? Like, is that is it ring a couple times and it's going to voicemail? You know what? Let's just. Let's take a minute here. We we can put it on.
2: Let's put it on uh, the air just to give people a real, real live uh, look into what happens. Shall we? All right. This is what you're going to hear. All right. So the number is 202-644-9302. This is what you're going to hear.
0: If you're smart, you just save that as a contact. three zero voicemail. This is probably where people hang up. They're like, "Oh, it's actually dialing." It's so
1: actually like... a number.
0: Yeah. It rings out the whole time.
2: I don't know why it's doing this right now. It usually doesn't, or it shouldn't. I may have to make it make a switch here.
1: And that's a, but I think that that's a, that's a valid point to bring out for for people because I know if I'm calling a number saying, "Hey, call this number," and it keeps ringing, I yeah. might get scared. I'd freak like, out. What if what hey if guys, this is wrong? To the Three O Take
2: voicemail. Leave a question, rant, comment, or take, and you may just make the show. That's it. Here, I'm leaving a message for the Three O Take. <laughs> My name is Kyle. I'm I'm from Northern Virginia. Just want to say, I love you guys. Okay, bye. I'll hang up and listen.
1: That's it. That's all I got to do. <laughs> Perfect.
2: Although Perfect. I'm glad I did that because now I know that it rings through. It shouldn't be ringing all the way through, but that may deter some people. So you know what? Yeah. Hand up. I'll look into that. Yeah. Anyway, continue. get it done. Getting it better.
1: Out. We're getting better today. It's Monday. Now to the questions. <laughs> 2% really every it. day. Thank you. So Ryan. here we go. Here we go. So prediction first was, was Dodgers Mariners, right? It's interesting. The Mariners, not, you know, they've been playing good baseball, but the Mariners are going to go from a team we're saying of going from not making the playoffs. in I don't know how many years, maybe since 2001. Was that how long it's been for Seattle? It's been yep. a long time, mm-hmm. so it would be a great story. I would love to see a small market team, but honestly, right now, I'd have to say, and it's not going to be probably the answer that people want to hear, is going to be, I think it's going to be the Dodgers, and I think it's going to be the Astros. I, The Astros, look, their lineup's great. Their pitching's great. They seem to understand how to win in the postseason. I believe also when you have an ace like Justin Verlander, that goes a long way. I'd like to believe it's them. It's hard to go against the Dodgers with what they're doing right now. And I'll, that's that's what I think will happen, what I would like to see happen if we're taking out the Orioles from the, the equation of it. You know, I'd love to see the Braves represent and try to repeat. I think that that would be really great. And I would love to see another team like the Mariners be in it. But realistically, it's going to be hard. I think Astros and Dodgers are one. Two, Adley Rutschman. He's got a lot of buzz. We just talked about this before. How much was he all over uh, social media the last few days with the little league stuff, mm-hmm. right? He's everywhere. Adley is as advertised. And I was, what I was, what we were talking about before, when I met Ali or Adley or saw him play, I didn't have a moment where I went like, oh my goodness, this is, a, he's, an, he's an incredible guy. It was I just went, wow, you are so good at so many things. And usually for a player, they have one thing that they're really good at, or maybe two. The thing for him is he has four, five, six different things that is he's really good. He's great at receiving the ball. He blocks well. He throws, calls a great game, can control the run game. And then on offense, he gets on base. He can hit for power and extra base hits. So when you have that full package, it's really exciting. And you hope if he can turn out, in my mind, you hope Adley turns out like Buster Posey. That's what you hope. If you can have a Buster Posey, for the Orioles for 10 years. Um, you have a great catcher. And hopefully, you'd have a couple World
0: Series. Rookie of the year? Or no. I think there's one guy that's specifically saying no to that.
1: I yeah. think it's got... I, I think I think Julio Rodriguez is going to win it.
0: Yeah. And honestly,
1: yeah. I realize I just forgot the question. Yeah. Um, Julio, I I think it's going to be too little too late, whether it's yeah. right or wrong. I mean, what do you guys think? I got to go Julio.
2: I mean, Adley's making a case. He's making a... He's making about as strong of a a last minute run as you can. And I say last minute, we still have a good bit of ball left to play, but where we're at right now, he's making, he's making a heck of a run, but I still think I, I I do think it'll be too little too late.
1: Can, Can I ask you a question real quickly though, guys? So what's a good, what's a cutoff point for you? So Adley came up in May. Do you think a guy can still make it up, but he has to just put up abnormally good numbers? So
0: like Adley, if Adley came up and hit home runs, I think May's enough time. I think May's definitely enough time. I think if it's when was post- it? Was
1: it early May? A- end of May. End of I May. I believe.
0: Okay. I think Mid- if it's post All Star break, that's where I'm like, all right. So the Randy or stuff from a few years ago, I was like, you know, you, you were up for three weeks, and then it was, and then it was the, you know the postseason stuff and i get that he was hot and i understand he was you know probably the best hitter on the planet for that time but like yeah there's got to be i i need it i need more than 60 games or whatever that was i think that was that that was like the lowest rookie of the year award was was games played it was like 60 something so adley's above that at this point right I believe so.
1: So Julio Rodriguez, just looked him up. He's played 105 games, 19 homers, 63 RBIs, 23 stolen bases. So yeah. he's showing a lot of his versatility. You know, Adley, really the last month has really come on. Um, and and the big thing for Adley is if he's not hitting, he's getting on base still. He's got mm-hmm. a tremendous eye. But you're right. I, I I would like to see Adley win, but I think how the voting goes, Julio wins. But I will say this. I think Adley will be an all-star next year for the American League. All right, that's my that's like my that. prediction. Julio, rookie of the year, Adley, all-star in his in his first uh, full season. I like not to that. mention
2: Mariners. That's a bold take to to not have made the postseason for the last twenty plus years to all of a sudden being in the World Series. But I agree. We've seen crazier things happen, so who knows? Um. Speaking of crazy things happening, let's talk about this Marz uh, Marcelo Zuna business because I'll be quite honest with you guys, I have no idea why this man was chalked in the starting lineup on Sunday. It's a bad look. Like that's a bad look. Not even beyond the optics of it. How? Like how is he even? Like there's got to be some store, some sort of fine print that does not allow this guy to play in a baseball game. What? Two days after being arrested for DUI. Like, come, There's got to be something in the rule book.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I think it's also just got to be on the team to make yeah. at least for that. But he, he didn't start, obviously he didn't start the day, the day after. Right. Probably a little hungover.
2: Was... No, he got, uh, <laughs> really, he, he got arrested. <laughs> he got arrested. uh I guess like, Friday morning so like yeah it was like Thursday 4 a.m. early Friday morning um, which was his second arrest within two years by the way for those keeping track at home um, and was released on bond and was good to go on Sunday
0: yeah I think I'm sure there's some type of process that MLB goes through uh, and, and just a little bit of an investigation get all the facts in order wait for actual you know, legal charges to either be made or not made. But I think you're right, Ryan. I I feel like the Braves have to step in and just be like, you know, this is not what we need right now coming down the home stretch, you know, chasing a a, a division. And I, I, it's not a good look. I I don't, I, I think there's a certain point where you're like, I'd rather lose a ball game without him than win with him.
1: Well, we're finding that a lot in this day and age of finding the, the right the right thing to do. What's the valuable thing to do to send a message? And I will say this, it's not like Azuna has been living up to the expectations for for the team, for him as a player. His track record has not been very good. I'm looking at it right now. His uh, He's hitting 213. He does have 20 home runs, but that's not what you signed him for.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not
1: what you brought him into. The thing that he's bringing mostly to this team is a distraction. And for a team that's playing so good, that's one of the last things that, that, you'll, that you'll want. Yeah, I agree. They, I think they should step in. But I will say this. If there was a team that seems like they just know what they're doing and can just keep moving forward, it's the Braves right now. The Braves are playing really good baseball. They are obviously turning their season around from early on, and they're sitting four games back. I don't think it's going to affect them from the sense of they're going to go out and play, but I think as an organization and maybe the community might be getting frustrated with the continued issues of, of Ozuna.
0: Side note, Ozuna went 0-2 uh, with two Ks and then was pinch hit for.
1: Yeah, he got he got
2: booed his first, first AB, walking up to the plate, got booed after the K, walking back to the dugout. So it just, it wasn't wasn't a good day for, uh, for Ozuna. And he pulled, who was the guy? I swear it was somebody with the Mets. When he got a, when he, when Ozuna got arrested on Friday, he pulled the, I'm um, Ozuna from the Braves, which <laughs> by the way, shout out to the, who were they playing this weekend? The, the um, uh, Astros Astros, that's right. Wasn't it the radio guy for the Astros that said, and it's Ozuna from the Braves as he, mm-hmm. <laughs> as he stepped up to the plate. That was fantastic. That was Slight l- jab. W- who was Great the, chirp. who was the guy with I wanna say it was a Mets organization that pulled the same the same thing where they, they like name dropped
0: as they were getting arrested? Oh man. Was it
2: somebody with the Mets? Do y'all you, you have any idea what I'm talking about? I swear. I feel was... like,
0: I mean, it, are you saying evidence of us seeing that that's the case, or if it happens every time, I would lean on the side that it, <laughs> it happens probably every happens every single time. But I time. swear we oh, saw it like a, it, it was a like
2: a body cam video or somebody. I, yeah, I just can't remember who it was, but I'm like, guy, I don't know if that's necessarily going to change anything.
0: No, you you broke. No, the law. and it shouldn't. And I mean, not to mention you watch the body cam footage and he lied like he lied in the beginning and then he went back on his lie and admitted that he did drink. And it's just like, this is ugly all the way through. And the Braves, I don't I don't care. I, I, you have to recognize this and you have to like you got to step up as an organization and and stand for something.
1: It's a bigger message. It's a bigger message, and this is, and we're we're playing light of it and joking. But all jokes aside, this could have been extremely bad, and this could have cost someone their life. This is not something to joke around with. And I know that the video is it can be comical to some, and to you know to to drop it and there's good jabs. But the reality is, things could have been extremely bad, and it's not just okay to say, "Well, thank goodness something didn't happen." It's a no. This shouldn't happen. There should be ramifications yeah. for that. You can't get rewarded
0: by going back to your multi-million dollar job the next day. I, it just it doesn't make sense to me. There has people, to be consequences.
2: A lot of people brought up the great point. Why does a man making his kind of money not just
0: have a driver
1: or, or
2: yeah. an
0: Uber at the very least? Like, yeah. just That's always the case. It's always the question. But this is this is what I mean. This is this is an issue across all sports. It really is. It's an issue across all sports, and it's this you know this delusional you know delusions of grandeur type mentality that that some athletes have, and they forget that it's like you are not untouchable, you are not unreplaceable, especially when you know on the baseball side of things you're hitting under two fifty. And you're not have you're not providing nearly the amount of pop the Braves were hoping for. And it's and it's now the second slap on the wrist, if you will, in in the same amount of years. So it's like, at what point are we gonna recognize that this is not okay? And I'm sure MLB will do something. Hopefully they do something. But again, it's just as as a Braves organization, you gotta you just got to shut things down, you know? And, like, I remember, you know, for me, like, as a Yankees fan, CC went through his, you know, alcohol, alcoholism abuse and, and he went through his struggles and he got in that bar fight and the Yankees supported him. They were like, you're headed to rehab now. Like, we're, you're not, you know, you're not getting penciled in off. Like, you're headed to rehab now. You're taking a, a leave of absence and this is what's going to happen right now. Why are the Braves not doing that, but instead penciling him into the lineup two days after.
1: And the last thing I'll say with it, you have a responsibility. All of us as citizens in this country, you have a responsibility to be, to try to abide by it and be smart and to do things that don't endanger other people. And then if you're a professional athlete, your responsibilities, you're in the spotlight. You have a responsibility to your team, your community, as well as being living if you're a citizen or not living in the country. You have responsibilities and I'm all for guys making the most or getting second chances. But if you do something, you're gonna have to pay the price. You have to understand there has to be ramifications.
2: And look, I'm not in the business of canceling anything. No no, 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 no. But like with that said, I like you said, Nate, I think the Braves need to be doing more at yeah. least on a, on a pub from a public standpoint, like let right. us know what you're doing to help this guy. Like if that's your, if that's your long-term goal here, let us know what you're doing to help fix this problem because it is sad. Like it, this is clearly a, a very broken guy. Like he's had his run-ins over the last few years and I'm sure beyond that. And like, it, it's really, it sucks to see, but we're not going to sit here and cancel somebody No, like get, give the guy the help give him he needs help. yeah get him yes. help give him the help we need he needs but don't pencil him in the lineup two days right. later that exactly. That's the, i don't feel like that's much to ask or that's much to expect from the organization it just because that, seems that comes like a simple off fix.
0: right and it comes off as if they're not going to do anything about it and and what if what if he what if he goes out and hits a, a game tying or game winning home run at that point two days after what is that what kind of message does that send to your fans you're not rooting for a guy that shouldn't be in this position right now should be getting help should be i don't i'm not saying release i'm not saying trade i'm just saying get him the help that he needs and and it We don't need to argue about the technicalities or or the you know nuances of how much he blew and and how bad the DUI was. It's just it's that's not what this is about. It's about you're held to a standard as a professional athlete, and this is not okay. and and it and it's weird that two weeks ago, if this is in fact true, that a guy putting hair on his you know putting cream on his head for his hair for an infection. Is slammed with you know an immediate suspension, but someone who's actually risking his life as well as other lives on the on the road is not receiving something immediately. So a history,
2: a history of putting exactly. people's lives in danger.
0: So I'm I'm just I'm not a yeah, and I think that's the other point of this as well is that you can argue that yeah, maybe maybe a release it needs to happen, maybe something like that does need to happen because this isn't his first offense. And This isn't something that he's, you know, new to. This is the the multiple times of you bringing bad light, bad publicity to a clubhouse that's trying to focus on winning a, a championship and that's not okay.
2: I know we said jokes aside, but last thing I'll say about it, I I did think it was <laughs> funny. I, I well, yeah, back to a lighter note. Now I'm again not making light of any of this, not condoning any of it, but I did no. think it was it was slightly comical that he gave him his ID. I don't know if you saw the, or no, you guys said you saw the body cam footage. Yeah. He gives him a, his ID. And on top of it is his like MLB, MLB personnel card. card. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like I, I guess that's a, a flex, a, a power move. I, I don't know. I, maybe it works in, in situations that we just don't hear about. Maybe guys get, get let off like that. I don't know, but.
0: Well, I mean, it, it could be something that like, again, you know, that's, you're talking about the different organizations that he's grown into and grown up through. It's like, that that stuff is taught right Ryan in in the minor league system like how to how to be a citizen in this country how to abide by laws how to go about things and and it's not just about learning English you gotta you gotta learn a lot of stuff and so maybe those things weren't taught to him when he was younger when he was coming up through those rankings so there's a lot of question marks around it
2: I would say one thing that there's not a question mark surrounding is the fact that Garrett Cole is a grade A. No, no, you know, no, you know what? Let you wanted to downplay this, Nate. You wanted to say it doesn't deserve the attention it's getting, and that's where I th- that's where we disagree. Because you said, well, if Marwin Gonzalez took the top step and made his way out to the Audi sign as Garrett Cole did, and not a step further, you would say nobody would care. To which I agree with you, but we're not talking about Marwin Gonzalez here. We're talking about the ace of the Yankees, who has been known around the the major leagues, the baseball world, of having this tough guy facade, but not necessarily doing anything about it.
0: I again, I don't know why we're even talking about this as baseball fans overall. I mean, not just this podcast, outside of this. I don't know why this is a topic. Number 1, people just love to hate Garrett Cole. Because there would have this would have been just as much publicity and in, in talk if if he was sitting on the back of the dugout. With his back against the wall and not coming out, you everyone th- would have hated him on that. Uh, on but that as well. I think
2: the difference is, is you see how the situation should have played out, because it. And it you may feel differently about it because you're pr- presumably watching the game. You saw this play out. The way I see it is that went down exactly how it was supposed to go down. Manoa hits Judge. Judge gets a. He's like, right, well "What's that about?" Like. I'm not going to sit here and list off my numbers, but we all know like how I'm doing this year. That what's going on here makes his way to first base. Manoa goes over and talks to him. You think, oh, are we about to clear benches here? And Judge and Manoa said it. He looked at Judge. Was like, dude, you know, I've been struggling with this pitch for the last last few weeks. You know, I'm not trying to do that. And. I'm not a huge Manoa guy. I think he can be a little bit too much at times, but I'm like, okay, I can respect that. And judge is like, you know what? That's fine. Let's brush it off. I'll make my way to first base. And then you got Garrett Cole over there, freaking wailing his finger, wailing his hands, looking like an idiot. Again, like Manoa said, not going past the Audi sign. And he's, I think the point is, and I think the reason people get so worked about, worked up about Garrett Cole is he's always, he's always wanting to take it to the next step, but he never does. And that's what Manoa said. He said, If Garrett Cole wants to do something, tell him he can walk past the Audi sign next time. And that's the only point I'm trying to make.
0: Yeah, because Alec Manoa wants no smoke with the guy that's bigger than him. He was not ready to handle Aaron Judge. Garrett Cole's ready to walk up to, to Alec Manoa from what it looks like, but the benches don't clear. I don't understand why we're talking about this. The point is, is that Alec Manoa is ready to fight somebody that's smaller than him, but not bigger than him. And Garrett Cole is ready to get in somebody's face and defend his teammate. This happens with every other clubhouse. The only reason we're talking about this is because baseball fans love to hate Garrett Cole. For what? For, for what? How many times do I, we, the brawl updates that we get on our phone over the last few years, over all years, and it's never a brawl. It's just benches clearing and chirping back and forth. We never point out one player in that saying, hey, why are you doing this, not coming closer, not throwing punches? We're just doing it now because Garrett Cole is attached to this. We're never talking about this. This is never a topic. The second Garrett Cole gets involved, everyone's like, oh, you're right. Garrett Cole's a goon. He doesn't want any of this smoke. It's like, what? This happens every year with every team in every clubhouse. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand this, but it's cool. It's fine. If you guys want to hate Yankees, if you want to hate Garrett Cole, I get it. Because baseball is better when you do hate the Yankees. It's cool. But overall, over the last month and a half, this team's pissed. And I like seeing energy like this. I like seeing the fire. So I'm here for it. And I like seeing that guys will defend each other and back each other up. Because we don't have that big CC bear coming walking out of the dugout ready to throw hands with anybody. Somebody stepped up. If it's Garrett Cole, fine. If it's Josh Donaldson, fine. I don't care. But somebody did step up and was ready to walk up to Alec Manoa. Aaron Judge is the one that waved the bench back. That's why he stopped. That's why he didn't go past the Audi sign. Aaron Judge said, "No, nah, we're good." Story over. I'm glad you're not passionate about that. It's
2: ridiculous. Uh, I watched yeah, so the whole can game. You, can so- you, can, can, Nate? Can you just care about something for once, one time? Uh-huh. Like every segment, it's like. Yeah, it's that's awesome. Whatever, man. Like can you just get for once get fired up about something? Because it literally never happens. Mm-hmm. Never. That's all it's, I ask.
1: So I I'm, Let's this? ask Ryan, And no, I'm an impartial dip, source. I'm gonna here. give a different perspective here. And this is this goes to everything that kind of goes on with situational baseball. It was two to one at the time of the of, of all of this. Two to one, one man out, on second base.
0: One, one, one out, out, man on second.
1: Man on second. Oh count. A- a- okay or whatever it is. In my mind, I always get confused. And I know there are cases where some guys will hit a guy if they're behind in the count and there's an open base. But in, to me, when when the game is of, of this importance, Toronto's going for the sweep. They're down one run. Why on earth, and I know that judge could take you deep, but why on earth would you want to put another guy on and have it be first and second and have a chance for a bigger inning? Because the That's rest of the
0: lineup hasn't done anything in weeks.
1: But but in general, but baseball in general, you would think in a 2-1 game, in a competitive game, if a pitch runs inside, it makes no sense of why you would try to hit Aaron Judge on purpose. That was my initial take looking at it. The thing that gets me is, is with certain pitchers, like with Cole, I appreciate that he wants to defend his teammate. But I also look at it of going, again, it is a 2-1 to baseball game. Yeah, just think the of this fifth. scenario. It's it's sure. not it's not eight it's not eight to two it's not yeah. nine nothing. It is yeah. a two to one game, and the game means something to the to the Jays, and yeah. for the Yankees for that matter. But the Jays, if they win that, they move within six. It matters. Manoa would have much rather gotten a double play ball, and they got I think they got out of the inning. But he would have rather had a double play ball and Judge than hitting him. Like let's yeah, just, or or not double play man. Say he'd rather get him out than hit him.
0: The uh, I think to for any Yankee haters out there to credit the broadcast. The broadcast is like, look, no, like he's Manoa's been missing with that sinker arm side the whole game. Like he's and he already. I think the difference was that Judge got his his tower buzzed earlier in his first at bat, and it's like you know he's six foot seven. He's probably six eight in cleats, and it's like it's hard to buzz that tower, and he got it twice. And so at that point, you're like, you know what? What is this about? And I'm okay having that reaction from Aaron Judge. And I'm okay to side with you, Kyle. I'm 100% okay with how it ended. That's how it should have happened. Manoa's like, no, 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 dude. I've been struggling with that sneaker. You've seen it all day, you've seen it in the last few starts that's nothing intentional props to the umpires
2: for letting it like play out like sure it didn't escalate to anything but they were like okay clearly these guys have to have a little interaction here to clear the air and they like i know we rag on umpires all the time but I, i don't even know who was who was calling that game or who was on the crew that uh that game but props to them for letting it play out the way it did
0: yeah i agree i think it was it was settled perfectly and i don't see anybody wanting to throw hands with aaron judge on the planet no, sorry. I,
1: I thought Judge did a great job. He 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 was calm from the beginning. He was frustrated, but he was calm from the beginning. And then right. the, the exchange between him and Manoa, I love that. Like I just thought it was great being like, "Hey, I'm not. I, you know that I'm not trying to hit you." And I think Judge, even that's though why you're he nat- waved the bench off. He was right, like, "But, he, we're but good. he did that before they even talked. He did it twice." So that was number one. But also for people with brawls, I think it is, it's it's not good for the players because suspensions. But I know for entertainment purposes, everyone like wants to see a good brawl. Yeah. It's not fun because a lot of guys can get hurt. It's very entertaining. If you guys would like to go watch entertaining brawls, go watch the Yankees and the Orioles back in like 97, 98. Go, go <laughs> look up that video. You want to see a brawl really happen and overflow from a guy getting hit?
0: That was crazy. Watch Where, it that. Yeah. Where it went into the dugout. Where it
1: went into the dugout. Was Daryl strawberry. Yep. Armando Benitez hit Tino Martinez right in the back, and it was on. Yeah. So go do your homework. Go watch that fight. That's entertaining. This did not have any. Didn't matter. Nothing happened. And Cole just defending his teammate.
0: Yeah. See, that's how I feel about it. But I get it. People hate Cole, and it's and it's understandable in in certain ways. But for me, as a Yankee fan, I like seeing a guy that's willing to step up for your superstar. Because more often than not, when you when you get in that mentality of like the superstar is the leader, you're you're that's your guy. No one is in front of him. And then you watch the support. It's just like, I like that. And if, if this is what it takes to light some type of fire under this team, I'm, I'm happily here for it.
2: Last thing I'll say on the matter. I think the reason people like to hate Garrett so much is that he's just, and that's why, and again, we go back to your Marwin, Marwin Gonzalez example. The reason people are are making such a big deal of this because it's a guy who historically has never been this like... I'm gonna to go to battle for for my guys, kind of guy. He's very he's very demonstrative. He'll bang the roof of the dugout. He'll he'll get his he'll get no, his, he's, his. He's always his been this time. way. He's just
0: not with the he hasn't been with the Yankees his entire career. No one cared about this when he was doing this with the Astros. No one cared if he was acting this way with the Pirates. It's only because he's a Yankee. Yes, that it's getting and that the, the, the that spotlight. carries
2: that carries weight because you're with the Yankees. You because you're in that market. Because you have. As but many he's cameras the same guy. On.
0: That's what I'm arguing is that he's been the same guy. He's, been, he's always been this intense. He's always been this specific. He's always been this demonstrative. He's always been this, you know, little mini maniac. But but that's the thing is
2: it just seems fake is what I'm saying. It doesn't seem like a guy like uh, not to play homer here, but a guy like Dustin Pedroia. If Dustin Pedroia, it, as little as he is, if he says he's going to do something, he's going to he's going to do it even though he's like 4 foot 2 he's going to go out there and try to do it garrett cole just seems like he's all talk and that he he does these he's oh the camera's on me let me let me punch the dugout here real quick let me start crying let me I make it seem like uh, i care i'm just uh, saying that's how it comes across whether he is or isn't that way that's that why it doesn't make any like sense to- he
0: blew the game he gave up a bomb he's pissed i uh, it's it's again it's we're attached to the reactions of a player that people love to hate we haven't talked about him for the last two months because he's been great on the mound. Baseball doesn't talk about him. That is not the case any other year. The fact that he's a Yankee, he is only getting attention when there's something negative happen, happening and people get to hate on him. No one's talked about him. He's been great on the mound for the last few months. That's it. You don't hear about him. He's not in headlines ever. And you wouldn't until hear about until something is, like this happens, where he, he, was, he gives up one home run that loses a game, and he's upset in the dugout. Now he's all over everything, and it's you like wouldn't hear about tell him me if how he that was makes with sense. the Kansas
2: City Royals either, which is entirely the point. Anyway, we need to move on. Nate, tell us about our friends over at Big League Q. Yeah,
0: It's because New York is the is the center. It's the epicenter. Uh,
2: well, eh.
0: it is. Tell me it's not. It's the hardest city to succeed in, in anything, especially sports. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Big League Chew, founded by former left-handed <laughs> pitcher Rob Nelson. Big League Chew started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubble gum. Grab some gum. To, uh, grab some gum and head to Big League Chew's social media channels at Big League Chew on Twitter. At Big League Chew Gum on Instagram to show off your Big League Bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers or purchase any of their products directly from their website at bigleaguechew.com. BLC Big League Chew.
2: Ryan, you got that uh, Team USA roster pulled up by chance?
0: Uh, I did. Let's
2: I think. look at let's look at the most updated version. Of that. Let's talk some Team USA. Mark DeRosa from the clouds, just so hyped. Get. And Nate when this happened I texted you I was just like just give him the trophy now like I don't I don't know much about his his uh history or desire or intentions behind managing or or this or that or or having this kind of role with the team but I do know that he was with Team USA back in
0: what was that uh was that 09? Yeah, yeah. somewhere around that range.
2: Yeah, I think it was like oh nine. So, it,
0: it was when Jeter was was on that team. Yeah. So and Morneau, had, and, yeah, not Morneau. Yeah. No.
2: That's no, I think that's right. I think he was with him.
0: Uh, Morneau, was Canadian, wasn't he? I think he was that year though.
2: Was it, Ma- it Mauer? I
0: don't know. I I know the team you're
2: talking about, but yeah. anyway, all that to say, he does have a history with the team, so I love the fit, and just listen to him on MLB Network. On a daily basis, I'm like this guy loves baseball, yeah. and like he said, he's like he's gonna do everything he can to win the damn thing, and yeah. I'm all about that because that's that's the kind of guy you need for an event such as this, an event that I hope to be out in Arizona for.
1: Yes, when that the time is comes, still the plan, yeah. and it's still on, on the table, especially with this team being assembled by by the U.S. Hopefully, hopefully, when it's all announced that they're out there playing. It's exciting. And and honestly, so Mike Trout's the captain, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong for Team USA? Is that right?
2: I believe so, yeah. Fact
1: check, me. Which I love. Well, first off, I just love that he's playing. I love that he's going to be rocking the red, white, and blue. And look, we mentioned this. I think this was episode one for me coming on with you guys. It is an exciting time, and these players have so much passion for their country. Mm-hmm. And for the U.S., it's really cool and the the list of guys so far that have committed, you know, from Trout, Harper, Arenado, um, I believe, uh, Trevor Story, Goldschmidt, Goldie. uh Rilamuto, right? So Yeah, yeah he's in Pete that. Alonso, DH. Pete chain. Alonso, like this is this honestly in this case is becoming like the all star game, but something that actually brings purpose to yeah. an event. Which isn't that what you everyone hope for at the Midsummer Classic? And obviously, we, it can't be. It's just for fun. But now you get to have all those guys on the field, and you get to see it. You could possibly see that in person. I, I want to see that. That's a good lineup. That's exciting. I agree.
0: Yeah, well, I definitely you know? agree. I'm curious. I don't know how the pitching stuff works. I wonder how. How I'm, I'm assuming pitchers are just going to be like a last minute thing. I think that's going to ride out all the way to make sure guys get through this season healthy. They off, you know, they off season properly and, mm-hmm. and recover properly. And I think they'll probably commit pretty late.
1: Yeah. But I think, I think scary also lineup. Oh, scary! I think the only thing it's, it's, it's their spring training. So I don't, wouldn't expect guys to be ramped up, but lineup mm-hmm. wise. I mean, Kyle, anybody else that's who you're excited to see with, with the team.
2: Honestly, I mean, I know we're trying to we're trying to fill the hole at short right now. As of the time of this recording, I would imagine it would be getting plugged somewhat soon. But I mean, you you could throw out a list of names and I would be happy with any of them based on how the team already looks as as it stands right now. Um, People are throwing Seager out there, Trey Turner, Tim Anderson. I mean, literally any of those guys, assuming everybody's healthy at that time, like that. That's a that's a tough team to beat, and I think the thing that I'm actually trying to figure out in my head is it. It's probably safe to say that the the event itself is going to be more electric in Miami. No, as yeah, I would probably argue. Yeah, yeah,
0: I would probably argue that. Yeah, just just like, like
2: the fan bases that you're going to get to travel to Arizona are are going to be different. They're going to be yeah less.
1: I would, I mean, I don't know. I, I think we'll be surprised, though. I think that when this th- this event happens, fans will come out for it, no matter what. And it's it doesn't happen all the time. Uh, are they they have a site in California again? Is do they have one in San Diego? No. I don't know if so they don't.
0: The only the only U.S. ones are are Miami and Phoenix.
1: Is all Miami and Phoenix? Because I was going to say in, Sa- in San Diego years back, that was the catch: Adam Jones robbing Machado. And that place looked like it was yeah,
0: rocking. Yeah, here's what's going to be popping off is is Team Mexico here, U.S. Yeah. and Mexico here are going to be awesome. It's going to be getting getting lit up in up in Chase. Uh, Canada is also going to be down here, and then and then uh, Colombia. And believe it or not, there are a lot of Canadians here that um, they're kind of like the snowbird type situation here in Arizona. So could be good for Canada as well.
2: I just realized we're we're definitely gonna have to make this happen because I haven't yeah. been to Chase yet, and I yeah. feel like any other scenario for being my first visit to Chase, there. like that's yeah. gonna be very underwhelming. So, yeah. like, give give Chase a little bit of a leg up, yeah. here If I can make
1: it out there for that,
0: and March they're gonna have the roof open. It's gonna be oh, uh, it's gonna be perfect. It's gonna be seventy degrees outside. It's gonna be amazing.
1: Tickets, I mean flights. See you there. Flights already booked. Let's we're, go we're out there.
0: Let's go. Last
2: I checked, Nate, you said the tickets have not been made available
0: yet. Yeah, I think as of like Friday. They're still not available. <laughs> I, I think they have available. to I think they have to figure out That's the, true. flights the, are the, flights are always available. The uh, fifth qualifying team.
2: Oh, so they each, don't have that
0: that pod filled yet? I don't think so. I think the qualifiers are happening
2: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, because in qualifiers. a couple months. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then the, and then, cause like each pool still has to get another qualifier. So, I mean, just to recap, I know we covered this when it first came out, but pool A is in, is in Taiwan. That's what, uh, Chinese Taipei, Netherlands, Cuba, which is interesting. Kind of curious as to why Cuba is going to Taiwan when Miami's right there, but, uh, Italy and then the qualifying team, Japan is going to have Japan, Korea, Australia, China, uh, also a qualifier. And then the Miami group is going to have Puerto Rico, Venezuela, the DR, Israel, and then a qualifying team. So Miami's going to be popping. Oh my! Goodness. I wish Cuba would have been there. Is that just? Is that like just too much of a Homer situation? Is that why they sent him out to to Taiwan?
2: I mean, you give him like a Homer situation to like I don't think.
0: a single person go. Yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. like, we have like a happy, happy medium here like it's it's
2: not too much to ask
0: yeah but either way i mean it's it's going to be absolutely lit and um moving forward the rest of it is in miami so we're only getting that A bracket in phoenix everything else moves on to miami
2: all right so ryan and i will meet you out in phoenix and then plane tickets to to miami Miami (laughs) are on are on you so Sure. Thanks for that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> Perfect. We'll see you guys there. Deal. Um, <laughs> let's look at this uh, Little League Classic real quick, Ryan. I know you were wanting to talk about this with with your O's. I uh, with the result of it, I wasn't necessarily wanting to really dive too much into it, but uh, thoughts overall.
1: I, I just like I just like that the what they've done with the whole event. I think it was really cool what they've incorporated with the Little League World Series, and then redoing that baseball field. And we talked about this before. So I actually played on that field when they the field was for the short season. Uh, I think it was the Crosscutters, maybe Williamsport Crosscutters. I might be messing up the name. And the field before it redone, was redone was not in my top probably 75 fields that I felt like I took <laughs> Step, stepped on it felt like you had to walk 180 feet to home plate and that's not an exaggeration. the dugouts were past first and third base but what was really cool was the interactions. I love seeing the players going and sliding with with uh, the kids because that's what it's all about. This is where the love of the game starts for these kids and I look back at it at that age all I just wanted to do was be on a field have that excitement and be with friends. So the fact mm-hmm. that MLB, kudos to them for doing it. As far as the game, uh, sorry, Kyle, tough one for <laughs> Boston, like it's been for quite a, quite some time. But the O's, uh, <laughs> the O's keep going. They're not giving up. The and O's they on the
2: Sox at this point.
1: Yeah. Well, the, and the O's gained. It was like the first well, with the Yankees. Thank you, Nate. Uh O's were able to gain gain games, I think, on the Jays, the Mariners and the um Jays, Mariners, and the Rays. Good day.
2: Good day. Oh, also
1: uh uh Cedric Mullins announced, right, during the game that he was gonna be yep. on the World Baseball Classic. Like that was cool. Did you guys get to watch much of it last night? I watched the whole thing, but it was lame because ESPN, their
2: crew was they like they tipped it off like it wasn't it cedric didn't even get a chance to like reveal it himself they're like yeah that's ah, true we're here at the little league classic and cedric mullins has got some big news i wonder what that's gonna be coming up later this game when we have him up when we have him mic'd up and i'm like okay well thanks for <laughs> just stealing every last bit of thunder that said he had but it's fine whatever
0: I uh, I wasn't able to watch it too much. Um, I was working, but it, it was on uh, it was on mute, and I kind of had it behind me. What I will say is the kids cast option uh, was genius, I and agree. I think um, you got to think it's it that wasn't for us as adults. That wasn't for us to listen to. It wasn't for us to judge in any way. This was about expanding the love of baseball and you know that of those 2,500 you know little leaguers that were there most of those kids aren't going to be able to make it you know much further down the line after this you know as far as you know college ball or any professional baseball so it's like how do I still stay involved with baseball and I think having kids on ESPN is like whoa like kids like us we could do this and Maybe I could go to school for this, and still stay involved with baseball. So I, I think that was really smart too.
2: No, let's look at this kids cast. I've got some bones to pick with these kit No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, it was great. It was great. I, I love to see that. But you know, it did make me feel a little old, uh, because I mean, Xander was getting his love. Like he was getting he was getting his his due love from like Aruba and some of the other guys but it made me feel really old when you look at a guy like Xander, who's like one of the top shortstops in baseball. And he's got, he's got like his little crew around him, Kids wanting autographs and all that. And then like we've already mentioned, you look at Adley Rutschman and kids are just swarming this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, I'm starting to feel starting to feel a little old at this point. Because yeah. if I'm there and I'm a kid, I'm probably going towards Xander. Not like knowing what I know now, but like, these kids now they look at a guy like Adley and they're like, no, like this is the guy we want to see. This is the guy w- that's entirely the reason we're here.
1: I mean, you're right. Well, and also, I will, I, I would wonder if the Orioles weren't playing as well, Adley would still get the attention. Like he still would get his attention, mm-hmm. but I think because the Red Sox are really not playing as well, and Adley's easy to advertise. I'm not saying that Xander isn't, but Adley yeah. is. An American, the number one overall pick, all the buzz around him. Like, yeah. why, why wouldn't you promote him? And MLB's done that. So for Xander as a player, you're right. People don't probably baseball fans know, but they probably just don't know as much about Xander himself. And that's where that's where the line draws. And if the Red Sox struggles that doesn't help. But regardless, I thought it was it was good. And to your point, Nate, you want to grow the game. And there's so many sports, so many options. You want to show that baseball can be promoted in so many different aspects. And I think for that part, the Little League did a great job, or baseball did a great job with the Little League.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with it. I don't, is that an ESPN call or is that an MLB call where they bring the kids on for the second type of broadcast?
1: Uh, I think ESPN has to be involved with that because it's their network. Like, yeah. Yeah. But but whoever whoever it is, props to you because that is that is great. And those yeah. those kids, uh just hats off to them. That was awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, so think any- it's, I think it's cool, man. And they and they it's, sit it's, like it's, in the middle of the bleachers, you know, and they're just surrounded by kids. So anytime you see them on camera, it's just like it that I think it's just like it's baseball in the purest form. That's what it feels like. And for me, I, anyway.
2: Did I see correctly? They kept it to where it was just the parents and, and the kids,
0: right? Like it's still. I, I feel like it was just coaches of the teams, no? I didn't I did get to see, watch a whole lot of it, so I don't know. I
2: did see some, like, team. They looked like team moms, so maybe okay. they. it still was the parents, or maybe it was just like the people helping with the team so maybe it was just like coaches yeah. teams. Maybe. I don't know I, but, I'm
0: sure they have to have like chaperones and stuff like a yeah, decent amount yeah. of. it was a very intimate there. setting it's not yeah. a big yeah. it's not a big venue now yeah it, it was it, less it, than 2,400 kids or less yeah. than 2,500 people I think it's it's a say. very
1: small venue for fans and it's a gigantic ballpark to center so yeah
2: why did they make that state it, it, that's looks what it massive. was massive
1: that's what it was before they redid it The I remember and again I think fun if anyone wanted to know this got to play there we had a doubleheader one day and we had the pleasure of being no-hit in a 7 inning game In the minor <laughs> leagues you play you play uh, doubleheaders then it was seven games and still is so I uh, got no-hit in one game felt really good confidence sky high I remember I hit a ball and I'm like oh wow that that's going to get over the center fielder's head I hit that whoa that might hit that might hit the wall and he caught it about 130 feet short
2: <laughs> and
1: it reminded me like Wow, that that is that's out there. So the dimensions, that's already how they were. Um
0: I didn't see this too much. I want to look it up.
1: It's it's deep.
2: It's the field was massive, dude. Like there was a couple guys that got into one last night and I'm like that that they're probably probably making the way to first a little slowly for good reason because this ball looks like it's five hundred feet and it was like fifty feet in front of the track. And I'm like, well, okay, this field is not designed for a major league baseball game because I don't know like what monster
1: 11 to center. I
2: that's don't, what, it,
1: it, it might be on that, but I tell what you what, when you like, watch it, when you're it, there in person, it plays. It it plays, so plays yeah, it, it it plays like it's the polo grounds is what it feels like. Not obviously not going to be that, but you know, I find ironic too, in that game, the first inning, the Orioles scored their first two runs and they were shift beater bloop single, another shift beater on the ground. So it was just all this small ball, Mateo's, uh, ball down the line. And then I forget who went deep for the Red Sox in the end, but just a reminder for people, two my strikes. Guy Z-
2: my guy Xander got into one
1: Xander off Batista, I think. Yeah. But reminder with two strikes, putting the ball on play still has value. You never know what happens. Go watch that first. And if you don't believe me, Orioles win the game. Um, and the big reason why is they were able to get some runs early by putting the ball in play with two strikes. Just saying.
2: I think dropping Jorge Mateo in fantasy was the biggest mistake I've made no. this year. It was, it was terrible. I, I, I dropped him because I was like, there's no way he can sustain this. And he's turned in to be like the star for the Orioles. Which Whoa, just been- so
1: you, you dropped him after he got hot.
2: Yeah, because I was like, okay, I've written this out about as long as I think he's gonna he's gonna maintain this, and then sure enough, he's just like, no, I'm gonna turn into to Mickey Mantle for the next freaking however many weeks, and
0: here we are without Jorge is, Mateo. So is fine.
1: he is he right now the best shortstop? Oh, in good the to American see that the best team
0: in fantasy picked him up too. Thank you yeah. for that. Love, good that. job, Thank Kyle. You. Come You're on welcome. now.
1: <laughs>
2: I think in terms of
1: being hot, he's got to be up there because. I mean, there's other players you want right now. Like Corey Seeger, I sure. want Trey Turner, National League, you want him as well. Xander, same thing. But right now, got two of the those guy that's playing with whatever with, guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no,
2: but like Nate Humble said break. a couple episodes ago, it's like even if he, he goes over four, he still he still has a walk. Right. He's yeah, got a couple of stolen stolen run. Yeah. Like it's he yeah. just makes it work. Well, he's so electric. That's
1: so that's what I'm wondering right now. Down the stretch. I think uh, Cedric Mullins and Mateo lead are the 1-2 in stolen bases in the American League. I believe I thought that's what I saw. But regardless, Mateo is playing extremely well. I didn't I didn't even realize how well he was number-wise because he had such a poor offensive first half. Um It's going to be interesting, Kyle. That I can't believe you dropped him when he was hot. I know, dude. Was there no trade I, deadline? Like, could, did you no, trade? there was a
2: trade deadline, but it, I needed a clear spot for I don't even remember. It was a, it was one of my top guys. I don't even remember who it was, but I needed a clear spot, and or it may have been. I think it was Julio Rodriguez. I think I like had to fill a spot. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I think we've pretty much ridden this train as far as it's going to take me. And sure enough, he's still he's still dominating. Speaking of dominating, Nate, uh, it's time. Is it time for you to apologize yet? The people are clamoring. And you think I'm exaggerating? I have people daily reaching out I'm to not. me saying, I'm holding When is line. Nate, when is Nate going to apologize go. for the, the Albert Pujols slander? He I I, talked about this last I'm episode. Curious. I'm curious myself. Yeah, but then he goes out and I'll hits apologize. two in one game. He's at 692 now.
0: If he gets to 700, I'll apologize. The drum's beating louder. It's simple what, as that, but I'm holding the line. Real loud.
2: What but what what joy do you get from that as a baseball no joy. fan? I, as a baseball wanna... fan, I
0: already told you. I already told you last episode I'm rooting for him. I want him to get to 700. Yeah,
2: but why not just free yourself, apologize and enjoy it like the rest of us will for the for the remainder of the season? I am
0: enjoying it. I don't think you
2: are. At least to the fullest extent because a Man of my deep, word. Deep-seated, you've got you've got that that dislike for for Albert Pujols' journey to 700, and I just well, I don't think that that's good. for I you.
0: watched you fold on your Mets take, and now you are you just been a, a, a man of the public lately, admitting that the Mets are real. Hey, I, when, when you're a man of
2: integrity, people people <laughs> people are drawn to that. It's you have the opportunity right here, right now. We all know Ryan Stephen is a, man a Reyes of integrity. ain't moving anywhere, holding the line. We all know Ryan's a man of integrity. That, that's, wow. that's a foregone conclusion. I Mate, love our full You have I an want opportunity him to do it. here to put your hand up and say, you know what, I think he's going to do it.
0: I want him to get past Alex Rodriguez in that line. I can't wait for that to happen. I'm absolutely rooting for him to get to 700. My prediction at the beginning of the year was that he wouldn't get the ABs needed. That's all I'm saying, and that's what I'm sticking to until he gets to 700. Then I admit I was wrong, but I don't need to apologize to anybody. I'm fine. Albert Pools is fine without my apology. I'm not apologizing. My prediction was this. I'm just reminded of this prediction and I'm reminding everyone else of my prediction and I'm staying to my prediction. Simple what if as they that. what if
2: he com- what if he finishes at 699 and they're interviewing him after his final game and they go what do you think would have helped to to get you over that hump because you know if that happens that question's coming like do you think mm-hmm. there's anything you could have done differently with your approach or your preparation and what if he says well there's this guy out in Arizona i needed that, one more support I, from he one just more didn't fan. believe in me and i could feel it it was palpable I was out there. Well, he's out. He, they just finished a series out there. I, that's about anything, as close as he's going to get to the, this guy out there that doesn't believe in him or support
0: if him. Anything, if that happens, you'll be thanking me because we're going to have a whole lot of new listeners on our podcast. So
1: that's a good point. Can I, I just want
0: to say this about Albert? <laughs>
1: I also want to say this about Albert Pulhos because we're talking about his at bats and his games, and is he not going to get enough? So I just checked it. He has played the last four games. Rightfully so, he went. Two for three. He had no for then he went four for four on August 20th and then he pinch hit yesterday. So Albert's average jumped up from 228 on August 6th to now he's hitting 273. So he's
0: feeling himself a little bit right now. Just and, shows you the amount of ABs, right? So he's starting to three feel three weeks, played, hops 50 points. He's, shut, pl- your mouth. he's <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth,
1: he's played 71 games and his at-bats for this year since we're already here he's had 198 at-bats 227 played appearances so honestly that's pretty good if, it, if you were to have that over a full season right now if you gave albert 400 at-bats for the year that's on pace for that'd be on pace for 26 home runs now it's the always old, can't work that way
0: this is this is working out in his favor the fact that they have a five-game lead over milwaukee by the way if this if that lead gets any bigger, then he will get the abs. But what if that also stays snug, him, zero what helps
1: score. him is him getting four hits in a game Succeeding. and five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Hitting the ball well usually gets you in the lineup. Yeah, sometimes. And you know what people aren't talking about right now
2: is the fact that he almost had a third home run that game. He hit a single off the wall, <laughs> and you think, well, how did he hit a single off the wall? Well, it's pool holes. Have you ever seen the man run? He's getting a single off that. But he almost had three that game, and I don't think enough people are talking about that, especially not Nate. Disgusting. <laughs> this, this could
1: be his swan song. We talked about last time, you know, afraid that he would, would not have that ending or have the, the the career ending that people wanted. This could be it. It, it I, I, I'll admit last time I, I didn't think he had the chance, but sometimes great players down the stretch, some crazy things can happen. Yeah. And I'm hopeful.
2: You 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 heard it here, Nate. Great players are capable of doing great things. And the fact that you're just not on board, it's it sickens me.
0: I'm sticking to my prediction, unlike you. Sorry it's guy.
2: A man of integrity. Hand up. Yeah. I was just gonna get a shirt. It says hand up. That that's no, me.
0: Get a Mets shirt now. Because you no, might as well go all the way into it. No, I'm not all the way in. Have you noticed yeah. I,
2: I haven't really talked about the Mets since I made my admission. That's weird. That's about as much as you're gonna get out of me. I'm not going pro Mets, but I'm gonna I'm gonna dial back to slander. That's mm-hmm. that's that's my move. That's how mm-hmm. I respond to these kinds of things. That's all mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. Closing the book here. Now that we've pretty much wrapped that up, it's just had sham. one item here. Look, just sham. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right Ryan, Ryan is just reading the fake all over you. Flip-flopping on takes. I'm you just, would think I'm this podcast would out. have
2: a little, a few more <laughs> listeners if Garrett Cole was on this podcast, <laughs> but he's not. It's
0: me, so I don't know yeah. why you're
2: calling me fake. <laughs> Closing the book here, I just had one item. Nate Fisher.
0: Big props
2: to Nate Fisher, name-making the rounds in the baseball world uh, this weekend, was apparently a banker this time last year and uh, made his... Appearance yesterday. Can somebody correct me on that? I believe it was yesterday. For Fitched, who, Kyle? Uh, well, well, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk mm. about that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, if this is the angle we're going to take, we can just we can just wrap <laughs> it up here. We can just wrap it up here. Uh, mm. No, but Nate Fisher makes his his debut yesterday. Yeah, he was employed by First National Bank of Omaha. Gotta love that. Good for him. And he was assigned with the job of approving commercial loans. And then on Sunday, it makes his debut against the Phillies. Gotta love that.
0: He went, what, three scoreless? Three scoreless, two walks, one K, one hit.
1: Love those stories.
0: Yeah, it's like the
2: the stories where, who was it? Uh, uh, Randy Dobnak was the Uber driver. And like stuff like that you just love to hear it i just yeah. didn't think i didn't think i'd hear banker that's it's pretty interesting although nate if you remember we talked to we talked to ross stripling a number of years back
0: yeah he said he was being like in finance or something didn't yeah he? it
2: sounds like finance is a way to go for a lot of these guys yeah surprising amount i guess it's kind it's... of intriguing
0: is that what uh, guys? Is that
2: what guys do when they when the, when baseball just isn't fizzles. Going for him? Well, not it, even fizzles because because Ross was doing it like in the middle of his career. Oh,
1: I guess great. just like when it's not yeah.
2: happening for him. Yeah, the off season, whatever it may be.
1: He's being proactive. I'll tell you what, uh, that finance is not for me, but power to him. <laughs> and uh, you know, guys, I. I uh, had a pleasure. Sorry, I realize I I'm looking at the clock and I know my pup is about to uh, uh, bladder control is not his strong suit. So <laughs> I just well, want to say it's always a pleasure. Love I guess we'll have being to wait with you guys. The,
0: I
2: guess we'll have to wait for the debut of, of the Oliver.
1: Debut of Ollie. He's a stud. He's the goodest boy in all the world. And I am now an <laughs> annoying dog dad. I was gonna and say. I apologize. And I, and I want to, Put this on the record, I hate myself for it. And on that note, I hope you all have a great day, and it's a great day to have a day. And I'll see you guys, hopefully, next time.
2: That's all I got, Nate.
0: (laughs) All right. Man of integrity, Ryan. Don't go chasing curveballs. Don't go chasing curveballs and hold the damn line. Let's go.
2: Man of integrity. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.